Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, faithful listeners, happy Friday and happy week before Christmas. Isn't it crazy that we are just a week away from Christmas? I love that. I really like Christmas. It's one of my favorite holidays, as probably is for most people. I feel like either people like Christmas or they hate it. There's no in-between about Christmas. So tell me all the crazy things that you are doing for Christmas this week. Go on my Facebook page and send me a message. I'd love to get to know you guys a little bit more and learn about my followers and you can message me on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash P40 Ministries. Now we are finishing out Genesis chapter 24. This was a long chapter, but a very interesting chapter learning all about Rebecca and Isaac. So you remember from Wednesday's episode that Eliza Actually, I'm pretty sure that his name was Eliezer, now that I'm looking at it and thinking about it not in English phonetics, but Eliezer, well, I'll just start calling him that now. Eliezer goes and finds Rebecca. And then when her family says that she is allowed to go back with Eliezer and marry Isaac, he worships God in front of them. So I'm going to start on verse 52 and read to the end of the chapter. When Abraham's servant heard what they said, he bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then the servant brought out gold and silver jewelry and articles of clothing and gave them to Rebekah. And he also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mother. Then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But her brother and her mother replied, Let the young woman remain with us ten days or so. Then you may go. But he said to them, Do not detain me. Now that the Lord has granted success to my journey, send me on my way so I may go to my master. Then they said, Let's call the young woman and ask her about it. So they called Rebekah and asked her, Will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister Rebekah on her way, along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the cities of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her attendants got ready and mounted the camels and went back with the man. So the servant took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac had come from Bir Lahai Roi, for he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate. And as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebekah also looked and saw Isaac. She got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. So she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all that he had done, and Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he married Rebekah. So she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. This really is such a beautiful love story. I like a good love story every once in a while, but it's a really, really cute love story. So 
In verse 52, I know that I read it a couple times because I read it also on Wednesday. Abraham's servant, who most people believe was Eliezer or Elizer, as I have been calling him this whole time, um, he bows low before God and worships God in front of all these people who very possibly just didn't care about God. Now, I'm not saying that's the truth, but we do learn later on when we learn more about Laban that Laban does indeed have other gods. And Laban was Rebekah's brother, who was the head of the clan at that time, even though Rebekah's and Laban's father was actually still alive. Laban had taken over that responsibility. So the servant bows low to the ground and worships God and says, thank you, God, so much for bringing a bride for Isaac. So then the servant brings out all this gold and silver jewelry and these beautiful clothes, and he gives them to Rebekah. And he also gives beautiful gifts to her mother and to her brother as well. And it was probably very, very expensive gifts because it says here in verse 53 that it was costly gifts. And there was probably a lot of them because you remember that Eliezer was traveling with this caravan of everything that Abraham owned that was beautiful. This was like a prince's caravan. So it would have been super costly, super filled to the brim with riches. He had 10 camels with him. He had men with him that were probably there to protect him. I don't know how many men he had with him, but it had to have been a lot to take care of all the camels and to make sure that they were protected as they go on their way because, you know, who knows who would have wanted to rob them considering the fact that they probably had hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars worth of gold and silver on the backs of these camels. So this was a really, really rich caravan that Eliezer was taking with him. So he probably gave a large portion of some of those jewels and gold and silver and clothing to Rebecca's family. But then the next morning after he eats and drinks and he is merry with with Rebecca's family and he's like I'm gonna go and this would have been really unheard of because Eliezer and his team of men just traveled 900 miles about to get from the Negev all the way up to Iraq you know this would have been an insane amount of travel for Eliezer to only spend one night like that's hardly any rest so Laban says to him let the young woman remain with us 10 days or so, then you may go. So he's like, no, don't, don't leave yet. That's insane. And it's also very likely that Laban, because he was very, very money-minded, we find out later, he was very money-minded and also very kind of shady. Like he would, he would rip people off a lot. He was probably hoping that if Eliezer stayed a little bit longer, that he might get more gifts out of him because of Rebecca. So he's like, let the young woman remain with us 10 days or so, then you can go. So he's trying to delay Eliezer to get back to his master. But Eliezer says, no, please don't detain me because the Lord has granted success to my journey. I want to get back to my master. I want to show my master that I have found a woman for Isaac. So let me go. So then Laban says, let me call Rebecca and we'll ask her if she wants to go. So they're kind of trying to get out of it all of a sudden. So they call Rebecca and they're like, are you going to go with this man? She says, yeah, yeah, I'll go. And this was probably really uncustomary as well. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Laban 
was shocked to hear that from his sister and didn't expect her to want to go immediately. So when she says that, they kind of have to stick with their word. So they send Rebecca on her way, along with Rebecca's nurse. So probably the woman who had nursed Rebecca and taken care of her probably her whole life, like her nanny or her personal servant, they send her away. But before they do, they bless her and they said, our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. So they're, they're blessing her and saying, may you have thousands and thousands of children, tons of descendants, and may your offspring possess the cities of their enemies. So Rebecca and her attendants get ready and they mount the camels and they go back with Eliezer or Eliezer. And so the servant takes Rebecca and he leaves and they travel on this crazy long journey. And this would have been really, like I said, uncustomary for Rebecca to kind of go on that. She didn't exactly know everything that she was getting into, but I think she knew that Eliezer was a good man because of how loyal he was to his master and how worshipful he was to God through all of this. So I think she knew that she wasn't necessarily getting into a terrible situation. She's probably on this camel, like learning more about Eliezer and Abraham and Isaac. She's probably learning as much as she possibly can before she meets Isaac for the first time. So finally, they get to the Negev. And this was probably months later, you know, traveling by camel takes a really long time. And they're traveling over all this desert land. So this was a really, really long journey. But Isaac is in the field, it says, and he is meditating. And this might have been in sorrow from his mother because she had died, Sarah had died. Or it could have been he was praying or something along those lines. But he was meditating in the field and he looks up and he sees his father's camels coming back. And he was probably really excited. So he goes out to meet them. And Rebecca sees Isaac coming through the fields to meet them. And he was probably a a good distance away, but she sees the man coming and meeting them. So she gets down from her camel and she asks Eliezer, who is this man that's coming to meet us? And she was probably excited. She might have already thought that this might be Isaac. He says, this is my master, Isaac. So she ends up taking her veil and she covers herself. And this was a sign of modesty, especially for women at that time culturally. She would have wanted to present herself modestly because she was a virgin, firstly. And secondly, she was an upstanding woman. You know, we already know from her that she was a hard worker. She was faithful. She was willing to go with Eliezer. She was willing to trust God to get her there safely. We already know many things about her that she was a good woman. And so she covers herself with her veil. Isaac talks to Eliezer and the servant Eliezer tells everything that he had done. And he he talks about everything that had happened with Rebecca and Rebecca's family and that Rebecca was now his wife. So Isaac brings her into the tent of his mother, Sarah, and he marries Rebecca. And I don't know what kind of ceremony this was, if there even was a ceremony. He could have just laid with her because that was also acceptable at the time for marrying a woman was just to lay with them. But he marries Rebecca in his mother's tent. (laughs) At first, when I read that, I kind of thought that was really gross. And I'm like, why did he go into his mother's tent? Well, it kind of makes sense because Sarah was now dead. So her tent and her area would have been 
open for Rebecca to take, and that was probably Rebecca's new place to live, was Sarah's tent. And I'm sure that Sarah's tent was really beautiful, really gorgeously decorated, and had everything that she could have needed. It was already ready for her to go. And men and women back then used to live in separate tents. And these tents were almost like like houses, you know, they would have everything in there that they could possibly need. He takes Rebecca into his mother's tent and she becomes his wife. And I love what verse 67 says. It says, and Isaac loved her and he was comforted after his mother's death. So this was likely three years after Sarah had died. And Isaac was still not comforted because he had really loved his mother But when Rebecca comes to him, he loves her so much and he is so thrilled with her presence and the fact that he now has a beautiful wife that's all his. He loves her, it says, and she comforted him after his mother's death. And what a beautiful story. I just have the little butterflies in my stomach right now. It's just so cute. So that is Genesis chapter 24, the entire thing about Isaac meeting Rebecca for the first time and how much he loved her. So join me on Monday and we will be talking about Genesis chapter 25. And there's something kind of interesting in Genesis chapter 25 that a lot of people don't know. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Now, if you liked this podcast episode and you want everyone to know about it and to get the word out there, definitely rate it five stars from whatever listening platform you are on. That will help other people on those listening platforms to find my podcast. So that would be a big help to spread the word about the podcast. I hope you guys liked the intro and the ending to my podcast. I will be playing the Christmas music intro and ending until Christmas time. So I hope you enjoy that just to switch things up a little bit. But thank you guys so much for tuning in this morning. Everybody have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless. Bye everybody.